Hello, and welcome to Poppy Approved Movies. My name is Poppy. And I'm Sophia. And our podcast will review and critique my favorite R-rated movies. Movies that I wasn't allowed to watch until I turned 17. Every other week, Sophia and I will watch a new R-rated movie. And I'll see if Poppy's movies live up to the hype. Which, of course, they will. Today, we're going to be watching The Gladiator. Before we begin, there will be spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie and don't want it to be spoiled, press pause and come back when you're finished. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Duffy. How are you doing? I'm doing good. All right, you ready to talk about Gladiator? Yes. Can't wait to get to the quote section. My favorite part of this movie. It's got a lot of quotes to surround. got a lot of quotes. So what did you think of the movie? I liked this one a lot. It was like, I felt it was a very complete movie. Like it had a very smooth journey mm-hmm. kind of knew where it was going and it completed like everything okay what do you rate it i mean it 4.5 4.5 so this is same level as shawshank redemption yeah i think it's a bit different but i liked it a lot all right i don't know it seemed very epic and complete it was perfect yeah it was pretty gory when did you think about that i guess we'll talk about the uncomfortable parts of the movie I mean, sometimes you just got to stab some people. That's just how it works. Some people got to get stabbed. That's true. Now, Poppy, tell me the deeds of this movie. Okay. Gladiator came out in 2000 with a runtime of 2 hours and 35 minutes. It's streaming on Amazon Prime. It was written by David Frenzoni, John Logan, and William Nicholson, and directed by Ridley Scott. The main stars are Russell Crowe, Joaquin Phoenix, and Connie Nielsen. Quick synopsis. Gladiator is about Maximus, a Roman general. He's asked by the emperor to take over after he dies and return the power to the senate. Commodus, the emperor's son, hears about this and is furious and kills his father and orders Maximus killed. Maximus escapes and makes it to his family to find them slaughtered. He's injured and captured by slavers. He is forced to fight in the arena as a gladiator. He is so great he ends up fighting in the Colosseum in front of all the Romans especially the Emperor. He finally gets to fight Commodus and is killed, but is fatally injured before the fight begins. He dies, but kills Commodus in the process, and tells everyone that the Emperor's wishes were for Rome to become a republic. All right. Uh, it, like you said, it is a pretty complete story. Yeah, the I hero's know. Hero's journey. Very hero's journey. And it definitely uh, came Tragic to Tragic style. You know, the weird thing is, is they're going to make a sequel? Y- so. Yeah. Comes out next year, obviously. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not even out yet? No, no. It comes out next year, uh, and it's based on Lucius, the the little boy. Lucius? Okay. Yeah. So he becomes emperor, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And he, and then I guess this movie's about him. We'll see. That seems kind of unnecessary. Yeah. When I, I mean, heard about I it. I guess it's just, I mean, the gladiator's dead. I guess it'll just be more about him. It'll be kind of separate, I guess. Yeah, it'll be like... They make a movie, but then they try to use like a famous name to get people yeah. to watch. I can't wait to watch Gladiator too. But if it was called Lucius, people would be like, "Nah, I'm not gonna watch that movie." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's trading on the name. I think Denzel's in it, Denzel Washington, and then the boy is a pretty famous actor now. He's not a boy anymore; he's a man. So, <laughs> and the mom's still in it. Is it gonna it. be the same actor as the boy, or are they? 
No, I don't think so. I don't think it's the same actor. He's, I think he's a, like a popular actor in other TV shows. So He was cute in the movie. Yeah, he was just a little boy. And then the mom is the same. Although, yeah, I mean, that little boy would probably be in his 30s now. The mom is very pretty. Yeah. So, And she's in the movie. She's in the next movie. Oh, okay. I mean, really, she's the only, out of all the characters, and we'll get to them now, die. Oh, yeah, they and do. So she's like one of the only ones that survived. We got survivors. Yeah, I think there's only two survivors out of this whole list. All right, so let's talk about the characters in the movie. Let's begin with the main character, Maximus Decimus Meridius. What do you think of him? Maximus was so cool. He was, like, so capable. And there he is, like, buddy-buddy with the Roman emperor at the beginning. Right. And they, like, showed how all his troops loved him and they were loyal to him and they followed everything. And then, you know, they established him like a family man. Like, I just want to go home after this. <laughs> but still duty bound. He's like, I'll do this for you, Caesar. I'll, I'll, I'll help you establish your Senate. He told him no. Before uh, Marcus Aurelius, as Caesar mm-hmm. dies, he says he wants him to take over and return Rome to a republic. He knows that no one's going to be, everybody's greedy. Yeah. He knows he doesn't want to be greedy and he trusts him to do it. And he tells him no. Yeah. And then there's a quote in there that I love to say now. <laughs> and I'll bring it up at the quotes. But he tells him no, but he doesn't take no for an answer. Yeah. Which is sad because all he wanted to do was go back to his family. Mm-hmm. So much so that he he said, "How? what was the last time you saw your family? He knew to the day. Like, yeah. So many months, so many years, so many days to this morning. That's what he said. So like he's really cool at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then all the bad stuff happens to him. Right. But, you know, he still maintains... His coolness and his level-headedness, even though, you know, he's going through all this bad stuff and he feels like he has to keep going, whether it's for, like, the revenge or trying to get the emperor's wishes and all that stuff. Right. And then he's just, like, got that charisma because even the the other slaves and the other people, they all loved him. Right. Like, he won the crowds or whatever, like, win the people or something. Right. So he led men into war. And he was, you know, a general, the mm-hmm. best general ever. And then when he was a gladiator, people who were bigger than him, people who were stronger than him, people who had been there longer, they followed him too. Yeah. Like he had the leadership qualities. Yeah. I like Maximus. Maximus is a, one of the coolest characters in like cinematic history. I so. know. I love him so much. He was very, he was cool till the end. It was great. Yeah. He was good. How about Commodus? He is uh, the emperor's son. I mean, I guess he kind of had lots of daddy issues. <laughs> I think this all stemmed from his massive daddy problems. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he never got the attention praise that he wanted in his life and that just uh took him off the deep end and that just made his relationship with Lucia all the more twisted because like I guess she was the only person he could count on ever. Like she was always kind to him. Yeah, she was the nice one to him. Right. And she understood the struggles with their father more than anyone. Right. And then that twisted into something a bit more yucky. Uh, ancestral. Yeah. Yeah, I think he loved his sister. I guess you're right. So the only person that showed him love was her. Mm-hmm. And not in that way, but yeah, he wanted to be with her. It never happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that he's attracted to her. He wants her to be his wife. Yeah. Daddy issues big time. Daddy issues big time. That's most of what happened to him. You know, it was a great, the way he comes onto the scene, 
The first scene in the movie is a big war scene. Mm-hmm. And Maximus is the hero of that battle. And this guy just like... The Caesar's <laughs> there. Marcus Aurelius is there. Mm-hmm. And then after everything is done, he shows up. He's like, we won. We won the fight, Dad. And he's like, uh, you didn't win anything. Like, <laughs> really? It was Maximus. Yeah, it was man. Maximus. The son I wish I had. I know. And that's that makes it even worse because now he's seeing Maximus taking everything away he's ever wanted. And that just made his hatred and everything he did to Maximus just a whole lot worse. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's hard. Like, if someone keeps telling you, I don't like you, you are garbage. I don't even want you to be the king after me or the emperor mm-hmm. after me or Caesar after me. Like, I want this random general dude who doesn't even want to do this Who's a better me. man than you, a stronger man than you, more handsome man than you, and the son that I wish I had. Like, well, that's going to make you kind of go crazy, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be crazy enough to do all that stuff he did to their family. Yeah. They was so little. The kid was so little. And he, he was very creepy. I thought the yeah. actor did a great job. He ends up playing Joker His later. His eyes. Oof, I don't know. He always yeah. gave a little bit of crazed, almost wet all the time. Right. And the music that plays when he's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought he, he was, was just unstable. Villain. Just That's pretty much what he was. Right. When he was looking at his nephew sleeping, did you think that was like he wanted to fondle him? Did you think he was dreaming to be his dad? What did you think? It's creepy though, right? It's creepy. Yeah. I didn't think he was gonna go anywhere that I thought most of that creepiness was reserved definitely towards his sister. His sister. And this other person's kind of just like a means of control. Maybe he felt he didn't want Lucius to be in the same situation he was in. Right. He felt like this is a chance. I don't know. <laughs> so Maximus is the boss. He ends up he's date he dates Lucilla. Back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. So he gets his sister. His dad loves him more than him. Mm-hmm. And then he comes on as a gladiator, and the crowd loves him more than yeah. him. And then so, his little nephew's like, I want to be gladiator or whatever. <laughs> Which gladiator? I'm the Spaniard, right? Yeah. yeah. So even his nephew loves him more. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I get the guy. I know he's kind of a creep, but it's understandable why he hates Maximus so much. Yeah, I don't know. He just, his whole life, and then he just went off the deep end once... That final mission about Maximus and him not taking over, that kind of just broke him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he killed his father, right? Yeah. No, I mean, he's, he, he couldn't take it anymore. And he said, how could you do this to me, Dad? Gave him a hug. And then he used <laughs> the he, life out of him. And then he committed patricide. <laughs> <laughs> he committed patricide, yeah. Nothing to laugh at, but yes. All right. How about Marcus Aurelius? Played by Richard Harris, which is also Dumbledore. And the priest, the Count of Monte Cristo. I mean, he was, he made many mistakes. Yeah. He made some big mistakes. And I mean, he kind of condemned everyone to the story, to their fate in a lesser thing. Yeah. He seemed very wise and he like, he knew his faults. But then again, he could never remedy them or fix them. Like you feel kind of sympathetic for him. You kind of see he's this great man. But he's also like so filled with regret, and yet he did nothing to really fix it in the end and left everyone else to deal with his problems. You know, because I, I was thinking about that. He said, Maximus, I want you to return the power to the Senate. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't he have done it? He's like, I he, mean, he didn't know he was going to die that night, that the, his Senate was going to kill him. War is over. He goes back and goes, everybody, I am relinquishing my power to the Senate. 
Maximus is here to make sure it happens. But no. <laughs> but no, he tells Maximus to do it, and then he dies. Yeah. I and then know. Maximus kind of went home to his wife and little boy, and everything would have been fine. But he put this hard job on him. Hard burden on him. And then it gets him almost killed, so. Yeah, I don't know. You know, this movie's based a lot on revenge. I think it was one of our themes. Yeah. And the other movie that he was in that we watched, The Count of Monte Cristo, was based on revenge. All about revenge. <laughs> yeah. Very similar arc of the character. But Except in this one, Maximus dies. <laughs> I'm so sad. Yeah. Still, Dumbledore's actor is so cute that I couldn't be mad at him for too long. Who's also not the nicest guy either. Not the best person. Yeah. He was a conqueror. He was a conqueror. He's Caesar. Yeah, he's Caesar. And he kept telling his son that he's no good, so. Yeah, yeah. All that trauma becomes their fault. Oh, goodness. Yeah, if I said, hey, um, Sophia, this little girl right here, she's an old student of mine. I wish she was my daughter. You'd be like, I want to kill her too, right? (laughs) Like, how dare you tell me that? How can you even, why would you even say that? (laughs) (laughs) All right, the next person is Lucilla. So, Commodus' sister and Marcus's daughter. I had conflicting feelings about her. Okay. At the beginning of the movie, I was like, what are you doing? Why are you trying to cozy up with Maximus, my mega faithful family man? Right. And then, I guess, I kind of thought she was evil. Because, you know, they show him with Commodus at the beginning. She's kind of like his little whisperer. And they kind of work together. And then you kind of see, like, she's not exactly into this. She's trying to stop his descent into madness. But it's kind of too late. She's kind of too caught up in his web. And of course, you know, they later reveal the whole Lucius thing. Like, she's there for him mostly. Right. Do you think she knew that Commodus killed her dad? No, I think she totally knew that he killed him. When they blame Maximus, all his guards take him away. And no one doubted that to be the truth. Because Maximus is the most honorable person in the movie. Their leader of the general, although these are guards, probably mm-hmm. different than the yeah, army. Yeah, I think they were different than the normal one. But you don't think they know him? I mean, that guy is like a son to the Caesar. I know, but I mean, these were like Commodus' men. Yeah, maybe that's true. I agree. She was a little bit of a temptress. She just wanted to get her goals settled. And I guess she had she did carry affection for Maximus. Right. But they never, they never really actually get together. I mean, they have that kiss. In the end, Maximus chooses his original family above all else. That's kind of all he's been yearning for the whole movie. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to talk about the kiss a I little honestly, later. Honestly, the kiss kind of confused me a bit. I don't know. I guess I was annoyed because she doesn't actually do that much. But she was kind of in like hostage situation. She was playing both sides, so it makes sense. Yeah, there's a moment where Marcus said that she would have made a great Caesar or a terrible Caesar or something. Yeah. Like, if she were just born a man, he, she, she was the clever one. You she know. was the clever one, yeah. All right, how about Proximo? He is the slave owner who ends up bringing Maximus to the Colosseum. Mm-hmm. Proximo was, I mean, he was okay. I mean, they were setting him up to be sympathetic, I guess. Right. Because it was his whole background as a slave. Right. But I don't know. Sometimes his indifference, I guess, towards the whole thing in the actions he ended up committing kind of clash a bit. Because this guy's like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to really go against this thing. I want money to being like, I'm going to die for your cause. I guess it was more Maximus bringing up the loyalty he had to old Caesar. Yeah. But I don't know. He was cool. He kind of like tried to 
prepare Maximus, but it kind of felt more like you're my winning person. You're going to bring what's useful to me. I can see sort of myself in you, right. but like that's not going to, I'm still kind of impartial to anything that's going on. So this character, at the end, they actually end up doing CGI because the actor passes away in the middle of the movie. Oh. So they did the like body doubles and green screen. Oh. There were other things that he was going to do in the movie and didn't. Oh. I hate that character. If there was a, if there was a character, we should write that. Who's your worst character? I don't know. He was just not as strong as the other ones. He didn't really, he wasn't trying to be nice or anything. Right. It's just his motivation was all over the place. Yeah, and then at the end, he he does the right thing and gets killed. But Maximus doesn't get away anyways. Yeah. So it didn't matter. I don't know. They tried to make him a good guy at the end. But he's a slave owner. Yeah, he was a slave owner who was a slave in the first place. Right, so you would think he would not do that. No, the struggles. Like, he was pretty much uncompassionate for most of the movie to them. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I if I, I like I said, maybe we'll add that. Who's your worst character? Because he would be my worst character. I just didn't like him at all. How about Juba, his second, his homie? Oh my gosh, Juba was so good. I love Juba. He reached out to Maximus at the beginning, kind of gave him hope. He's like, we're going to see your family. Right. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Oh my gosh, they say that throughout the whole movie. Okay, you just stole one of my lines, but okay. And then All he right. ends saying that, like at Maximus's gravesite, bearing his toys that he knows is super important not toys no the little sculptures little sculptures of his wife and his son and he's he's like i'll see you again my friend but not yet not yet because he's still got his freedom he's still got his family to find back there see this is why second gladiator should have been about him oh about juba juba juba's journey so i don't think denzel is gonna play juba i have to look it up to me i there should never be a second one. They're just treading on the name to get likes. Juba was the homie, though. He's stuck with Maximus. He's like, I, you, you seem confident. I'm going to stick by you. You're going to kill him off? You thought they were going to kill him? I totally thought they were going to kill him off. But, you know, that was with me thinking Maximus was going to survive the movie. The whole movie that he was going to survive? I thought Maximus was going to survive to the end. And then, <laughs> and I don't know. And then he dies, you're like, what? Oh, that Paul Mescal. That's who Lucius Paul is. Paul Yeah, he's just a hmm. young, handsome actor. Denzel's in it, but it doesn't say he's Juba or anything like that. Juba. Oh, no. Juba's in it. Yes. You go, <laughs> yeah. Juba. Actually, well, I don't know. It's fine. But he was loyal. I mean, he didn't really do much, but he was loyal and he was cool. And he was emotional support for Maximus sometimes. So I liked up. him. There you go. All right. Next character we have is Hagen. I love Hagen for no reason. I don't know. He wasn't even set up as part of the initial group. And then he just started showing up as part of their little command rank, I guess. That dude was big. He was big. Yeah, he was. He was their fighter. Yeah. He was uh, like the trainer of all the gladiators. That's how he started? Okay. Yeah, I like him too. He was also his backup. Hagen, yeah, he was backup. He was always talking with Juba and Maximus, and they were kind of just like, that was their little planning quartet besides all the other soldiers. 
there's a scene where they're eating. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, no, they might poison you. Let me let me taste it first. Yeah. And then he acts like he's going to die. And then he's like, nah, nobody's See, poisoning he you. was <laughs> funny. He was silly. He was lighter than the others. That's why I was sad when they killed him off like some random NPC in that stupid battle. I'm like, come <laughs> on. You didn't have to do Harion like that. And yeah, it was He like wasn't a, a big character, but he was bigger than like the random foot soldier. And no one even mourns his death, which I guess... It's fair considering there's so much going on, but yeah, come on. Yeah. How about Cicero? He was Maximus's servant in the beginning. Poor Cicero. I mean, he was, again, a homie. Less so because he's less prevalent and on the outside. Right. He was there for him at the beginning when they were all confronting him and trying to take him away. He was all like, sir, you can't be doing He's like, go, go, Cicero, go. Yeah, like, he was, Don't he get involved. He had the sword. He was going to go out and he was like, all right, let me fight these guys. Let's. Yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's fight and escape. And then, of course, he was loyal to him in the Gladiator. He got everything set up. Cicero was, like, loyal. And he worked with um the girl, Lucia, too, to try to help it. And then, of course, escape. he just gets totally murdered. He gets hanged and shot with 47 arrows. I'm like, come on, man. Poor Cicero. Like, he wasn't even relevant, but he was doing work. And he was helping, and he was loyal, and he just killed him. Yeah. I felt bad. But, they, you know, uh, there's Juba, and there's Hag, and there's Cicero. Even Proximo. They were all loyal to Maximus. Yeah, they were loyal to Maximus. Yeah. See, well, I like mean. Cicero was his man, but, like, Juba and Hag, I guess when you, like, go to war with each other, because, mm-hmm. like, they're fighting together to stop their slaughter. Yeah. They become, like, brothers. How about Gracchus, the senator? Gracchus, the senator. I have... Very little opinion on him. He didn't seem like a good guy. I guess he did it in the end. He helped them. I don't think so. No? So Gladiator 2 has Lucius. If he's Caesar, then Rome didn't become a republic. Oh, oh my god, no. This ruins everything. Oh my goodness. In history, obviously, it is a fictional movie. In history, after Commodus dies, Lucius becomes the emperor. Mm -hmm. But... uh, this is the movie, right? I don't know if Marcus Aurelius said, I'll do this or do that. Dang, the one thing he was supposed to do and he already failed it? So, I, I do wonder. Well, we'll have to What did Lucia do? Oh my gosh. I don't no, no, even I mean, want to think about that. Just because he said it doesn't make it true. I mean, if Lucius is the emperor. So, Maximus gets killed. He tells everybody, hey, this is the wish of Marcus Aurelius. And people are like, how do you know? I don't believe that dude. Everyone. Maximus, you saw at the end they were all honoring him and junk. Ah, oh, no, I don't like this. I don't even want to think about the next movie. All right, who's your favorite character? Maximus. Maximus is my favorite character. Maximus is that, yeah. I remember I love it. First off, I he's love the name cool. Max. <laughs> he is tough. He's cool. He inspires loyalty. He's a leader. Yeah, he's sick tight. Yeah, he's sick tight. <laughs> Played by Russell Crowe, who's like the it guy for a while. Yeah, he's my favorite character, too. All right, so what's your favorite part of the movie? I think my favorite part of the movie was the first kind of big gladiator fight they go into where Maximus is leading the other guys, and it's kind of like they're supposed to be the people who are defeated. The Battle of Carthage. The Battle of Carthage. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot because it proved, like, look at Maximus. How capable <laughs> is he? And he's like, and everyone's cheering for him, and they're like, whoa, look at these underdogs. And then this is also when... Uh, Commodus like realizes this dude's back and he's like, oh my gosh. Freaking out. And he's about to kill him and the crowd's like, no, don't do this. 
And he's like, oh, no, I have to keep favor if I want to lead row and whatever. And so Maximus just looks cool in it. And then you get to see Juba and Hagen and all. It's like the hierarchy's established and it shows that they're about to go on this conquest to defeat Commodus. You know, so far we're lock and step. My favorite characters are the same. My favorite part's the same. Actually, the first part, when he sits, he stands there. And like one dude pees himself. Like it's a, uh, they're all scared. He said, "Who knows who I am?" And they're like, "I serve with you here, I, sir. I know you from this." Or mm-hmm. he's like, "Okay, follow what I have to say." And then he just barked and orders, and people don't go, "Who's this guy?" Right? No. And a couple of guys who do, and they get like their heads chopped off. Right? They don't survive. Mm-hmm. But then they all follow him. And then- yeah, the ones who follow him, and then that's his army. And it's great. Right. If you can change one thing about the movie, what would it be? Let me change the part with Commodus and the nephew. I don't think they needed that. I don't think there needed to be ambiguity there. Right. Because you already hate the guy. You already hate the guy. And I mean, he has his reasons for being like that. He's got the twisted relationship with Lucia. And then he hates Maximus with his constant upbringing of his father. You can see his motivations and stuff. And the reason he acts the way he is. You know, his just general twistedness. But I didn't think they needed to, like, add more to that. Like you, you don't think it was pedophilia? You didn't think that? I don't think You didn't that. pick up on that. Okay. But if it came off to a bunch of people, then, like, no, I don't think not. it needed that. I, I don't know. I mean, I just saw it where he's looking at this kid's sleep, and it wasn't like a dad looking at his son. Yeah, no. I definitely didn't like that. I wouldn't change that part, but I would change the part where they kiss. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. That's... I don't know. That makes me mixed feelings. Because the first time she came in when he was the gladiator, he was like, get out of my face. I hate you. I will strangle you. Yeah. Right. And then later he like warmed up to her and then she kissed him. And there was no need for that. They had a love in the past, but he loves his wife, even though she's gone. Yes. Maximus didn't need any of that. He was already loyal to his wife. And this lady has literally come into his life and done literally nothing but caused him hardship. And there they are just like smooching. And it was unnecessary. Yeah, that's the part I would have taken out. All right. Here are some of my favorite quotes. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have seven quotes. Yes. All right. uh, Number one. Are you not entertained? (laughs) That was perfect. He's like, he's just kind of like, he's just putting his hands up like, here it is. Yeah. This is what you want. You this want is me? what you want. Are you happy? Off. Are you happy? Then he throws it off and he, he's just such a jerk, right? Yeah. He's just I'm so done with that. Yeah. He's like, right, here you go. Let me chop this dude's head off. Are you entertained? I'm out. And people are like, we love you. And then they're all like cheering afterwards. Like this wasn't like a taunt at them type of thing. There's that one book that we read in uh, school, the Rock, Paper, Scissors. And there's a scene where The Rock says, are you not entertained after a battle? Which <laughs> is ripped off from this. All right. So this is my favorite line this year for school. When Marcus Aurelius asks Maximus to take over after him, he says, with all my heart, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny because I was based on his past demeanor. So I, was about, I thought he was going to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. He says, with all my heart, no. No, thank you. I do not want to. I love you. You are like a father to me. But um, but I don't want to. I want to go home. I want to go <laughs> be with my wife and my little boy. And uh, I love that. And I say that to Mrs. Anderson, uh, my boss, all the time. Oh, my gosh. She says, Dad. can you do this for me? And I go, with all my heart, no. You're so mean, <laughs> Dad. You're lucky she's nice. All right. There's another quote. Death smiles at us all. And all a man can do is smile back. Kind of like, you're going to die. 
Yeah. I tell you that to you, Sophia. Everyone dies, Sophia. And it's just like half the characters in this movie. I know. More than it's half. pretty powerful, though. Maximus dies, Commodus dies, Marcus Aurelius dies, Proximo dies, Hagen dies, Cicero dies. They all die. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, we who are about to die salute you. I'm like, dang. I remember, because throughout the movie, those guys are all saying, you're going to die. <laughs> like, you're just going to die fighting, or you're just, it's going to be horrible for you. And I'm like, dang, not even give them some hope or anything. I mean, they had tigers in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, tigers were going to eat you. Like, it, it was just gonna... shows how cool Maximus was. My man was fighting all tigers. He, like, punched a tiger out. I, don't I know. All right, the next line is a long one. Actually, this is our last one. I cut one out. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the north, general of the Felix Legions, and a loyal servant to the true emperor Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. I mean, this is literally all his pain, all his duty bundled up into one introduction. Yeah, and that's when Commodus probably peed himself because he freaked out that he was still alive and he was coming after him. I mean, so many bad things happened to him. I guess it's kind of what kept him going through it all, trying to remember and avenge all of them. All right, I do have one more, and it's the one that you mentioned Yeah, that one's the best one. I love that one. Not yet, which I've been saying to you guys ever since. Uh, There's a scene where he says, we're going to die one day, but not yet. Yeah, one day, not yet. I love that one, because he says it throughout the whole movie. It's like, not yet, not yet. And then it is his yet. He does. It does happen in the end. <laughs> yeah, Maximus yet does come, but not. He Jubas. reaches his end. Not yeah. not Jubas. Jubas lives on. Come on, go Jubas. Yeah, he doesn't die. Not yet. Not yet. And obviously, he's in the second movie, so I don't know what's going on. I like that scene because it's kind of saying, "Well, I will be with my family, but just not yet." Yeah. And we we believe in the afterlife. That's a big part of the movie as well. Mm-hmm. He believes in the afterlife, and Juba believes in a different type of afterlife yeah. you know, with his faith. Um, but he did believe that one day he was going to be with his family again. And he does. And Juba and him even thought they were going to reunite too, even if they didn't exactly believe in the same thing. No, I think that they were going to be friends in the afterlife as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go over some of the movie themes. Let's start with duty and honor. I think this is a huge one, especially the honor. What did you think of that? I think so too. I mean, at the beginning of the movie, Maximus is driven by honor and right. duty. Throughout the movie, he always carries himself with this type of composure, I guess. Right. You know, his last words are about him trying to get a Caesar's will done, basically. Right. Yeah, even as he's dying, he's trying to He get... never forgets that. Right. He was like a soldier through and through, and all the people, duty and honor, that followed him, like, they upheld that as well. Right. And then on the other hand, there's uh, Commodus, who's trying to take this duty that was never meant to be his... And I guess he kind well, of... I don't even think it's a duty. I think he just wanted to do what he wanted to do. Yeah. Wasn't a duty to his father and definitely didn't honor his father by killing him. He was like the antithesis of that. You know, I think the biggest thing, especially with honor and duty for Maximus, is that he was a general. Probably he had nice clothes on, right? Yeah. He, had, he probably ate delicious foods, right? He was probably rich. Yeah. His family had orchards or whatever. And he, yeah, yeah. His family had like land and orchard. And he did what the emperor told him to do. But it's easy when it's nice. Yeah. But then he didn't escape from the gladiator pits. He didn't try to get away. You don't think he could have created a rebellion and just left? Even as a slave, he did his duty. Always. Like, are you not entertained? Like, he followed that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it wasn't for his glory. It was for him to get to Commodus and fulfill his duty. Yeah. But also because he was a slave and he respected that hierarchy, which is obviously wrong. But yeah. But he did his job because that's what he needed to do. That's mm-hmm. because he was that way. About loyalty. Loyalty. Big one again. Loyalty. loyalty. Oh, my loyalty. gosh. So much loyalty. Everyone was loyal to Maximus. You have so many characters that are rooted in their loyalty to Maximus. Like Hagen, Juga, I guess to some extent Proximo, Cicero, of course, definitely. Priscilla, right. in a way. Yeah. She tries to, but she... Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I right. don't know. I don't count her. I don't like her, her. Okay. sometimes. And then, of course, all the army that was going to potentially, you know, help him with the rebellion or whatever. Right. I think in loyalty... It's it's a two-way street. You need yeah. to be loyal to people. And him fighting, he was in the middle of the battle. Yeah, he, he was fighting with his generals he, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he was there. He was fighting with the people. He was a soldier just like them. Even Marcus Aurelius was there. And so you make people loyal by you being loyal to them. Because they always responded to him. Like, in the middle of one of the battles, they showed a part where he was about to, like, cut someone's head off and then he realized it was one of his soldiers and then he stopped himself of course and he was like yeah and then they just went their separate ways and then like little things like that showed he had a genuine bond with his mates and everything and like it was loyalty they were all loyal to each other yeah people who believe that loyalty is a, a very important character trait find each other yeah yeah at least in this movie all right what scene made you the most uncomfortable um, it was probably all the scenes with Commodus trying to hit on Lucia. Because <laughs> she's so uncomfortable yeah. with it. So you can see how she's like shuddering and just going away from his touch. And he's just there and he's like, he sees it too, but he's just like so focused on her and he wants her. And it's just uncomfortable to see that. Did you ever think he was going to force himself on her? No, I didn't think so. I don't know. He was desperate sometimes, but he really loved her in a twisted way. Yeah. He was never, all his threats and stuff, but he wasn't ever really going to kill her. He had some restraint throughout the movie. Like, he stopped multiple times. Yeah, there's a scene where he lays down and he kind of, like, lays her down. And they're next to each other and they talk. And you're like, oh, is he going to? And then she gets up and leaves. Because you also don't know what she's willing to do. Yeah. Yeah, so I think eventually she would give in to his desires. To, I think he would eventually. Yeah, I think she would. I mean, not because... I mean, obviously, just to keep her family safe. Not that she cared about him, so... Mm-hmm. I thought there was a couple of scenes that were just a little too bloody for me. I think uh, that's what made me uncomfortable. People's heads. I mean, not heads, but like half your body gets cut off and these kind yeah. of things. Just like Fight Club, you bring on this enormous amount of violence and it scares people away from a great movie. Yeah. And so it is a gladiator movie, obviously, and Fight Club's a Fight Club movie. I don't know. Fight Club made me much more uncomfortable with the violence. I guess just because of how hands handsy it was and right. just like how bare they usually are. Yeah. It just seeing their upper bodies, their faces, everything all messed up. I think that was just a bit worse than them using swords and them having some level of protection. It's also more realistic in the time that we live in, right? Yeah. You're not going to like chop some dude's head off at the bus stop. But I you thought might get, it was crazy, though. Like, it, it was might. crazy. So I didn't like that necessarily. It's a little too gory. Mm-hmm. Um, they made him like this slaughterer of men. <laughs> yeah. And I just think what I liked more was him 
being a general out there and call him, line up, call him one, call him two. And he's telling people where to go. Yeah. I mean, because although he's this, you know, massively good guy and you see him killing fools, you're like, that guy's like two times bigger than him. And here he is just like schooling on him. It seemed more realistic to show how his talents slide in his charisma and his leading. Yeah, his tactics and stuff. All right. How did you feel about the ending of the movie? Oh, it made me so sad, but it was so perfect in a sense. Because he gets to see his family. Like, he did it. He did it. He got rid of the person. He's hopefully on his way. They're going to establish it without him now that the old guy's dead. Right. And it's like, yeah. he's free. Yeah. His duty's over. He, he gets duty, yeah. to see his family in the field in his old house again. He gets to see his boy and his wife. All he wanted to do was go home. That's all he wanted. And then he goes home. He went home. And obviously it's a terrible way there and his wife and his little boy has to die. But he does get home and he's, you see him see his family and he's walking yeah. on the wheat field. So it's an iconic movie scene. It starts that way too. If you remember the beginning of the movie, he's walking. Yeah. Where he's touching, his fingers are touching that, that wheat. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend this movie? Yes, I would recommend this movie. As long as you're not too squeamish, it should be all right. <laughs> yeah I... no you should watch it anyways it'll be good i mean yeah. just stop just, if it gets too much just but... close your eyes when he's chopping heads but it's a good story it's a good journey all right before we finish the pod i have a couple of questions do you see much of a difference between the gladiator games of the past with something like the ufc of the present where the mixed martial artists are in an octagon or in a ring just beating the life out of each other i think it kind of depends like the example you gave mixed martial arts, I don't think that's the same. I feel like some of those types of sports have a sense of honor in them or a sense of conduct that people have to fight, not like they're slaughtering or doing for entertainment. Like some of that stuff's very serious that people train their whole lives to do. Right. But something like, I don't know, wrestling, uh, not exactly. Uh, like um, WWE Yeah, wrestling. WWE type wrestling. Then I say that's more comparable because like that's literally kind of just for entertainment oh, okay with the costumes i don't know the chairs whatever like that's kind of it's got a whole wow factor i want to i want to speak to the audience and that's kind of the big purpose for that but i think something like the martial arts and i guess traditional wrestling people have like a sense of honor and pride in it it's not like they're being forced to do it no and i feel like My can't head. really compare the same thing I think in 150 years, people are going to look back and say, oh, my gosh, people used to just beat each other up in a ring. You think? I do. I do. I think it's violent. I think it's something that really, really is going to be looked down upon on time. A lot of people are going to disagree with me. A lot of UFC fans out there. I feel that that's going to go away over time. You cannot compare a slave-driven sport to something that people choose to do. No, you're right. I mean, in general, you're right. We will disagree. Uh, that means you're wrong and I'm right. Just kidding. Mm, no. Is there anything else you want to talk about the movie before we finish? No. All right, 4.5, top rated movie. And you still haven't uh, given a five star? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I was talking to Ms. Schaefer, mm-hmm. and she felt okay with you giving Shawshank Redemption a four and a half star. Because you're not going to give everything a five-star. Because they think yeah. it's a five-star without a doubt. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so they're like, how could she not give it a five-star? But they realize you're not going to give any five-stars. Watch you watch a movie, like next week's movie. You're going to be like, 
Daddy, I'm giving it a five star. I love it so much. It's a perfect movie. All right, ready? Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to Poppy Approved Movies. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. We put out an episode every Monday. Next week, Natalie will be back and we'll be watching Luke Who's Talking. And I'll be back in two weeks to watch Stand By Me. I'm Poppy. And I'm Sophia. See you next time. Bye.